Nelson Alcoholic Addict. That is not my real name. That is a pen name that I came up with for my newsletter here at LOL Sober. I love the TV show Succession. If you haven't seen it, you probably at least heard about it and, and how the show is. It's essentially all terrible people doing terrible things, and you just can't stop watching it. It is, it's very dark and very funny, sometimes at the exact same moment. It's both of those things, which is really hard to pull off on TV. Sunday is the season finale of season three. The show is supposedly going to be five seasons long. So we have a long way to go, but I think I think by the time the series wraps up, it will probably be my number one favorite show that I've ever seen. And, you know, that puts it on a list with The Wire and The Sopranos and Mayor of Easttown and some of my other all-time favorite shows. That's how much I, I really like it. I spent some time wondering why I feel that strongly about the show. And it's a bunch of very obvious answers. I think the writing is great. I think the characters are great. As I said earlier, it can make you laugh or cry. Sometimes in the same scene, multiple times, you'll go from like wanting to cry to giggling. I also think it's an incredible window into how the super rich in this country exist in our world and how they're their real world is much different than the real world that the rest of us live in. And there's also some addiction stuff within the show, and that certainly grabs my attention too. But during one recent episode, uh, another thing hit me, and that's why I'm talking about it here on a, on a sober humor newsletter. Um, one of the characters in the show is offered $2 billion to cash out and just leave this toxic company full of toxic family members. Just walk away. He could just walk away with enough money to do almost anything. He could buy a small country, start a foundation, do disappear into the mountains, whatever he wanted, he could do. And he didn't do it. He couldn't do it. You know, he was so addicted to the chaos and the toxicity of the whole situation. As relieving as it might have been for him to unplug from this like disastrous situation that was ruining his life, he couldn't bring himself to do it. As bad as it all was, walking away, it just had too much uncertainty and fear and insecurity all wrapped up together. And that's how all of the characters in the show are. They want to they, they take over the company and have wealth and have prestige and, and all the trappings of being the boss. But they don't actually want to be the boss. They like the idea of being the boss. They love the idea of having power at any cost. Consequences be damned. I get that. That's why I'm talking about this here. Um, during the last two years or so of my addiction... I was so terrified of what would happen to me if I didn't get help. I thought I was going to die. But I was apparently slightly more terrified of what would happen if I actually did get help. The devil I knew sucked. It involved lying, stealing, overdosing, breaking people's hearts, including my own. I broke my own heart every single day. And yet I knew that chaos. I knew it well. For years, I had gotten to know that chaos and live in that world. And I was, I guess I would use the phrase, uncomfortably comfortable within that world. I didn't know what to do about the fact that I was taking 40 painkillers every day and then drinking six beers with two Ambien at night 
which is a formula for death. But, you know, I didn't know what to do about that. But holy shit, what would I do if I didn't do that? It was a great unknown and it was scary. I managed to do it, though. Um, I went to rehab. But, you know, fast forward into getting sober. And um, I still have situations that are that are bad or uncomfortable. But again, they're uncomfortably comfortable. I think about my old house a lot where our water heater, it produced just enough hot water to run one full bath. So I'd get in the bath knowing once the water got cold, it was going to be ugly. I would take a long bath and then sit in room temperature water, shivering for a few minutes before I got up the courage to just take that 10 second hit of jumping out of the tub and grabbing a towel in the cold air. Um, you know, I have so many other lukewarm baths over the years that are unpleasant, but at least I'm unfamiliar with that. I'm uh, familiar, I should say with the unpleasantness. You get used to it weirdly. I think, I think that that concept can apply to me as far as relationships with people, jobs, living conditions, other addictive tendencies. That's a big one. Um, for a while there, I was drinking enough Diet Coke to kill a truck driver <laughs> every day. And it was because like, oh, I need the energy and I'm tired and I have kids and I have a busy life, blah, 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 all these excuses. Um, and I just, I just needed to stop, you know? I remember when I went to rehab, I was chewing two cans of Skull every day. And I kept the nicotine habit going when I went to rehab. I kept telling myself that I was... You know, I'm trying to get off of, of opiates and alcohol and that taking away nicotine would have just been too much, that I needed that one crutch. And I think that's that's like a fair conversation to have, I think. But um, I only had that conversation with myself. That's a big problem. Like I only had it with myself. And six months into sobriety, I got to say, my life had turned around and I had a plan for living where I could survive without all the painkillers and booze. And guess who was still chewing skull every day? Yeah, me. Uh, I eventually transitioned to nicotine gum, but guess who chewed nicotine gum for like three full years because he was scared to get rid of all the nicotine? You know, that was me too. And to bring it back to succession, Actually, I don't know if I can bring it back to succession. I just love talking about the show, so I'm not sure there is a great connection between the show and my main point, which my main point is this. I need to constantly work with others. That's key. I, it, just, it can't just be my sick mind trying to fix my sick mind. I need others. I need to work with others to make sure I'm not just sitting in room temperature baths because I am scared of getting out. If the right thing to do is to deal with some discomfort, to get through some other discomfort, I need to do that. So thank you so much for letting me share. Come back next week for, for, for more sober talk, but also potentially some TV reviews. Thanks for letting me share.